0: Welcome to Younger Older. I'm Dave Wager, your host, and I am with Matthew today. He is working here at Silver Birch Ranch. He's in charge of what we call the Wolf River Refuge. Matthew, what is the Wolf River Refuge?
1: The Wolf River Refuge is a smaller sister camp that Silver Birch obviously owns. We're about uh, four and a half, five miles down the road, right on the Wolf River. Uh, Most of our our use comes from uh, individual family getaways, Um, we say that our motto is, uh, investing in families and building relationships. Um, and really that's, that's what we'd like to do. You know, whether that's your relationship individually, of course, with God first and foremost, or with each other as a family, um, or any other kind of relationship. We have, uh, church elder boards that come up. We do family getaways, of course, um, men's retreats, women's retreats. We've had a few youth groups up this summer, which has been absolutely phenomenal. Um, small groups like home groups and stuff like that. We have eight individual cabins, and we're just really well-suited to kind of do that kind of thing too so that everyone can have their own now space. Now, it's a
0: different and... experience than if they come to Silverberg's Ranch Youth Camp. Oh, absolutely. Right. So what's the difference?
1: Well, our cabins are fully furnished, um, so it's not typically like a bunkhouse kind of thing. We have a bunkhouse option in our Raven cabin, um, but all of our cabins have you know real beds and sofas and uh, chairs, and we have kitchenettes in each of the cabins, and so uh, they're they're really very functional. It's in a way, it's kind of like Silver Birch Ranch meets Airbnb.
0: Right. Yeah. And and yet some of the activities are totally different because as camp operates over here, Silver Birch Ranch, those activities might all be being used. So yeah. if they're being used, then the refuge does other things.
1: Yes. So that can look like a variety of different things. Of course, different types of groups are going to have different types of goals. Um, and so you kind of have to be flexible and adaptable to accommodate those goals. We have done a couple short canoe trips this year. We've definitely gone out hiking and Um, seeing some of just God's beautiful creation around us. We're in a great spot for that. Um, and then, you know, we have some stuff over at the camp too. Of course we do have some typical camp things too. Uh, we have a volleyball court and we have a playground and we have, you know, beanbag toss and some of the fun yard games and stuff like that. We are right on the Wolf river. So there's pretty good fishing right there in the Wolf too. We have a small hiking trail that we manage right next to us. That's about uh, a little less than a half mile loop. Um, so no shortage of opportunities, just, yeah. just a different kind of atmosphere. And
0: it's fun because uh, you coordinate between um, the facility over here on Sawyer Lake and the one on Wolf River, and you're able to know if you can use this facility over here or that, and you kind of work in what you can, when you can, in different, it, depending on the group. I mean, obviously, somebody coming up to just be with their family and enjoy hiking in the woods, there's plenty of that up here as the Nicolay National, or the Shawamigan Nicolay National Forest is up here, which is a big place if you want to go out and explore. In fact, right now, if you're up in this area, you get to go looking for blackberries and, and there's plenty of them out there. There is so many of them that uh, it's been a great year for that if you want blackberries, um, which again, I'm kind of obsessed with anyway. So I go out there, and my is always full of berries of some sort. Um, And this year, I'm looking forward to finding, with one of your friends and mine, uh, where the wild cranberries grow and get those, too. That's a fan favorite right there. Yeah, so we're going to do that, too. Living in the Northwoods has its benefits, and we do invite you to come up and join us. Whether you come to Silver Birch Ranch and join us at one of our retreats over on our main campus property, or you go over to to Wolf River Refuge and join us on that gorgeous um, Wolf River property and, and take advantage of that river, either way. Uh, we hope that we can encourage you to love God, love the people in your life. And really, everything is about changing your pace and changing your place. And then you really are challenging your perspective at that point. you got to remember the three P's if you want to change your perspective. Uh, place, pace, and perspective. So first, got to change a place. Because it, I guarantee you, if you always go and sit in the same Lazy Boy at home and read the same paper and get in the same habit, you're you're going to have trouble saying I need to change something because, first of all, you got to get a different chair or something, and and you'll begin to change something. You do know Matthew, the kids that come up here to, to as students, I will often encourage them when they go home to change something in their bedroom or change something so that they are reminded that they're not the same person because yeah. you can so easily slip back into where you were.
1: Same place, same distractions, right? That's
0: right, and so you got to watch that that's why i I'm, I'm an advocate if if you're married I, I advocate go out every day and take a walk yeah well get away from the the normal in your home it's not the home is evil it's not that it can't be comfortable it's not that great things aren't happening there it's just get out and change your pace a little bit change your place and you'll see then your your perspective at least can be challenged mm-hmm. and uh, so it's very valuable uh, so much so that you know, Matthew and myself, we've kind of dedicated our lives to making opportunities available to people and seeing things happen. Now, you were with us uh, a couple of years ago, and some of us older guys uh, took uh, you and one of your friends out and showed you how to trout fish. And um, I, I used that loosely, showed you how, uh, because I think I was an absolute beginner when I showed you how, but my teaching gene took over and and here's what i've learned you can always teach somebody what you know you can't teach them beyond what you know but you can teach them what you know and oftentimes that's a spark that moves them beyond where you're at because then they they learn on their own and go and and you have done that so tell the people about trout fishing in this area
1: Ooh, so um The nicolay National Forest, of course, uh, has no shortage of trout opportunities. Um, One of the nice parts about northern Wisconsin, of course, is we have great communities, as the DNR would say, of um, native brookies. I love brook trout. Um, They are just absolutely gorgeous. They're the most gorgeous fish in North America, as far as I'm concerned. Um, The colors on them just astound you every time, and uh, it's just things you look at some of these trout especially as fall is coming up and they start to spawn and their colors just become more vibrant as they're heading into cooler water and everything and you look at these like some of the like some of the birds and stuff like that you'll see like just colors that god has created in creation that you just feel like shouldn't exist in yeah, the wild it's you know gorgeous I mean? yeah um but yeah no shortage of opportunities all these you know like i said we got the wolf river um there's a uh, good brown trout at the beginning and um, end of the season there it gets a little warmer of course towards the uh mid season and so they tend to head up into the smaller tributaries um where you'll find more of the brookies too because the brookies need colder water um and they kind of make their way towards the headwaters of those tributaries the spring ponds and that's a good place to find good place to find trout all all, or, all year round really um unfortunately you're only able to get them during a certain time of the year because of um, just conservation mandates sure. for that. Um, but Langlade County, especially where we're at with Silver Birch Ranch has one of the greatest, I, I had heard somewhere, I don't know if it's true, but that Langley County has like the greatest density of natural spring ponds in the oh, world. Oh yeah,
0: that could be, I don't know, but I tell you, there's a lot of them. There
1: is a lot. And each of them comes with great fishing opportunities. There's no doubt. Just got to be uh, creative and adventurous and willing to seek them out. Cause sometimes you have to find them. They're yeah. back there in a little bit.
0: You know, it's interesting, uh, someone young like yourself, you, it warms my heart to see that you're out doing things. When I talk to you, uh, this other young man's name's Joseph, and when I talk to him, I'm so glad I'm, we're not talking about video games and we're not talking about a bunch of stuff where you're sitting inside and just letting other people dictate how you think. Mm-hmm. You go out and you make experiences.
1: And it's fun. You know, it's it starts with the, like you, t- you talked about that spark, you know what I mean? And the nice part about having, especially people that you can go out and you know, again, build these relationships with, but do these things with them too. Um, You teach what you know, and then when you know that, I I told Joseph, I was like, the nice thing about being outside and being out in the outdoors is, the more that you learn out there, the more you just desire to learn. Right. Um, And so we're continually, continually just picking up new hobbies. Yeah. Uh, We just started. Gold panning. Um,
0: oh, really? Where? Which, yeah, I'm not going to ask you where, but it, 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 <laughs> it, is it in this area? Oh, yeah. Oh, fun.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, northern Wisconsin does not have a lot of gold, but we do have gold. I've gone five different streams so far. That's um, well, a fairly new hobby, you know. Um, five different streams, and out of the five streams, I've found gold in four. Oh, fun. So, it, usually it's just teeny tiny. Do you tiny. have enough to
0: make a filling yet? Absolutely not. Yeah. No. Um you know now there's with all the millions of people listening to this podcast, there's gonna be a gold rush to Wisconsin. Yeah,
1: obviously. Yeah. Um it's it's teeny tiny little specks. Um my wife definitely pokes fun at it. Um but that's that's all in good fun. Um what was really fun is actually we went two nights ago and um we found our first pieces of garnet, uh which I just
0: I love. Please explain garnet.
1: So garnet is like a precious semi precious like um crystalline. Mineral or gem, whatever you want to call it, um, and it's really popular, obviously, in places where gold is found, but especially in places like Alaska, of course, garnet sure. is really popular. And um, typically, when you're talking about garnet, you're talking about these tiny little, you know, or maybe not always tiny, but red, red crystal-like structures, and they're uh, dodecahedral and structures, so they have all these lovely little facets and stuff, and just kind of capture light like a crystal would ex- you'd expect from a crystal. Um, And I found multiple pieces, small ones of garnet the other night, um, which was even more amazing because me and Joseph wanted wanted to spend time together after a busy summer, of course, and so we wanted to go gold panning but got out there later than we anticipated. So we were actually panning for gold by headlamp at night, Hmm. um, which is not the way that I recommend doing that. It's very difficult, but we did find gold, and we found garnet, and I found some other things I still need to identify that are just – fun, heavy and shiny and awesome.
0: Um, you know, it might be, people might be listening going, I thought this is about Bible and that kind of thing. But what we're talking about here is the importance of you changing your place, changing your pace, going out with people. Now, you know, Matthew, when, when you and I get together, or I see Joseph, I see Joseph on the road and he's what in his twenties. And how old are you? You're in your, I'm 29. Okay. So you're in twenties. Well, you know, we get along just fine and we talk and we, why? Because we have this commonality mm-hmm. where we've shared experiences. Yeah, And really, to have good relationships, stop sitting in front of the television. Stop. That's not a shared experience, I'm sorry. You're not sharing it with the people around you, really. You, you, I, I've been argued this way, and since I've got the microphone, you're not going to be able to argue back. <laughs> uh, but the bottom line, really, is that's not a share. You're sharing it with somebody on tube. You're not, yes. you know, go out and learn something. If you were to come to me at any given time, I could tell you the next things I want to learn. Mm-hmm. And uh, in fact, I was telling Joseph about that the other day. And, and those things all enrich my life. And when I read the Bible, when I look around creation, that enriches my reading. I'm not always seeing what they're telling me in Hollywood. I, you know, one of the best things we can do as a culture right now is quit allowing the media to influence us. Mm-hmm. Stop, just stop it. Go out and do something and get away from the media. Go out fishing go out boating go out for a walk with somebody go out uh, in my i mean right now i have a freezer full of raspberries blueberries um uh, blackberries uh, because it was time to go mm-hmm. find those and we've done that and and now i told joseph goal i've got a couple other goals so if you're listening you can help me achieve this i don't need the cranberry one joseph's going to teach me how to do cranberry and and he didn't find that out at all. I'm an old guy saying, "Hey, you know how to do that? I don't know how to do that. I'd love to learn to do that. Could you please teach me?" You know how wonderful that is to have a relationship with anybody yeah. that you can say, "I don't know," and then to actually be generous with, "Oh, I know where they're at, and I can show you." Because sometimes you get hoardy on it. You, mm-hmm. No, this is mine. Yeah, you know, it's like, "Oh, really?" There's so much out there, and there's,
1: and there's more that you realize too. It's not just the Cranberries and blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, wild strawberries. You know, there's other fun things out there like wintergreen berries and yep. creeping snowberries and yeah. all these. Options.
0: Well, I need to learn how to find ginseng. I yeah. want to do that. I want to do that, too. Yeah, that, and that's in the woods. So if you're listening, you know how to do that. Um, you got a couple of students here that are waiting. Yeah. We'd love to learn how to do that. Uh, also, um, I told Joseph, it's, it's cranberries. I want to know. And then I, need to, I want to know how to harvest wild rice. So that's the next, you know, those are some of my goals now. I want to learn how to do that. And so if, you know, I will do it one of two ways. I'll start YouTubing it yeah, and and then I'll get out there and do it. Uh, Or I'll, I know, I just told you to stay away from the internet and that kind of thing. But for a spark to get out there and learn something, you know, that could be very valuable. Use your resources. Uh, And once again, while you're out there, you develop, Here's, here's the key. You're out there, you're developing relationships. Absolutely. Your relationship with Joseph, he's a good friend of yours. It didn't happen because you sit around and play video games.
1: Right. Well, I had a, uh, one of the youth groups that I had up this summer at the Wolf River Refuge, um, I did a little scavenger hunt with them and it was creation based. And so we had to find different things based on the different days of creation and whatnot. And, um, I offered some bonus points and stuff like that for groups if they found certain things. And, um, The first one was, you know, you had to find me a feather and you get so many points. And, um, then you say, I need you to find me a four leaf clover. And for anyone that knows me, uh, it's a goofy little thing. It's not going to bring you any luck, but I tell you what, they're fun to find. Right. Um, and your eye just gets attuned to kind of picking them out of a group. Um, it's to the point where like, I found one this morning, just walking to a cabin, putting a piece of paper by the door. Yeah. You know, and um I actually offered extra points then if you found a 5-leaf clover and you say 5-leaf clover and people look at you like you're some kind of crazy person. Um but out of these groups, you know, I had I think 7 different groups with that youth group um that they broke into for the scavenger hunt and 3 of them found 4-leaf clovers and one of them found a 5-leaf clover. There you go. And uh I just told them at the end I was like one of the beautiful things about, you know, God's creation is that you know, obviously, Paul tells us that you know God's invisible attributes are are so apparent in creation, right? That no one has an excuse to think that there is no God, right? Um, and I told them, I was like, you you walk past grass, you walk past clovers every single day, um, and people talk about four leaf clovers, you know, one time a year when it's relevant to St. Patrick's Day or something like that. But even then, people are like, well, they don't really exist, um, and it's one of those things. It's just you know, they're down there and there's, you know, five leaf clovers down there. I've found probably about 12 or 15 five leaf clovers this summer. Wow. Uh, I have found six leaf clovers. I got a friend that just found a seven leaf clover. Wow. And um, I told them, I was like, it sounds weird and eccentric and it kind of is. Um, but at the same time, like you're taking this time to be attentive to God's creation in a way that you're not normally attentive. Right. And the best part about doing that is that what you're finding is not just a clover or a snowberry or a trout or a new record deer or something like that like whenever you're out there because of how it relates to our creator you know you're finding something inherently more valuable right you are growing in relationship with the Creator through His general revelation. And of course, here at Silver Birch Ranch at the Wolf River Refuge, we're in a position in the Nicolai Forest to very well pair those two, both God's general revelation and His special revelation. Absolutely. What a beautiful opportunity. Yeah.
0: You know, I, I feel sorry for young people and families that are locked in their homes and locked in their high rises. And like, you might say, well, we've to- I, I understand that, but still a change of place, a change of pace is very important. And to bring people to the north woods and allow them to walk around at night. And just see the stars. Absolutely. Just look at the stars. Now, at my age, and I, I haven't seen stars in the summer. I'll start seeing them again in the winter when it gets darker earlier. But, the, you know, sometimes they just they stop you in your track. Mm-hmm. The northern lights. Have you seen the northern lights up here? Absolutely. It stops you. It does. It stops you. There's nothing you can do except for stop and stare mm-hmm. and, and be amazed at what God can do. Um, I know my master's degree is in science and education. It's uh, from the Northern Illinois University. And I I basically, when I you know, would study like a square inch of soil, mm-hmm. you think, oh, it's just dirt. It's not. There's all kinds of living critters in that thing. And I'm thinking, you know, God is the creator and sustainer of all life. There is a plan here. We are so small when we start looking at it. You go, no, what's in the soil is small. Well, that too. But, but my goodness, when you look at the universe and you, you look, it's endless. The discovery factor out there is endless. And really, when you look in the book of Genesis where God said, you know, it was good, it was good, it was good, when you have to think about it, the word good is a word that needs a comparison. Indeed. You, you need something to actually talk about when you're saying good. And what I think God was saying very clearly was, I created this. I had Dave in mind. That's good. He'll like that. See, when we start looking at this stuff and we start seeing it as our Heavenly Father creating it for us to enjoy, he made this world for us to inhabit and enjoy. That's what he made it for. Cultivating And and when you look at it and you begin to enjoy a sunset and you begin to enjoy a stars and you begin to enjoy trout, you know, I love when you and Joseph will pull out a, when I was with you, and it, again, you pull out a brookie and you look at it, and it's like, look at this thing. It's absolutely gorgeous. It, they are. And and you begin to put it in the context of a loving creator who made that for you to enjoy, and then the taste of the trout that he made for you to eat. You know, you, you begin all, all along to start thinking differently about God. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the things that Satan has done and of course, I don't know. I'm Dave. But one of the things is to keep us from experiencing these these things that are so out of our norm. I mean, when I was younger, I used to to always put on um, scuba gear or, or skin diving gear and go down to the bottom of the lake. And it's amazing down there. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's amazing. And if you haven't used a snorkel, go buy one. Go to Lake Michigan if you're in the Midwest or go to a lake, Wisconsin has 15,000 lakes, go find one. Mm. And, and go walk in it with a mask and fins and a snorkel and just look at the bottom. Now, if you don't know how to swim, please don't do that, but, it, it, you know, I mean, um, or go and arrange a, a time where you can get out in the woods and be with, with God. Um, I, I've told uh, Nicolai Bible students so many times that if I ask them to illustrate something in life, 90% of the time or better, they give me a movie. Mm. And if they ask me to illustrate something, I'd give them a life experience.
1: You know what the Psalms give them?
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nature. Yeah. And I think that what we need to do is begin to realize the power that exists from turning all of that electronic stuff off. Just turn it off and go out without it and enjoy who God is and what He made. And you will be amazed. Um, in fact, and there's a lot of lessons to be learned. I've shared often how I've learned with blackberries to be generous because actually I had years where I had so many blackberries, but I wouldn't give any away because I got them. And I, I'm not going to tell you where they are. Now, today, if anyone asks me where are the blackberries, I'll tell them. In fact, I just told Joseph the other day, he was driving down the road and stopped, and he said, oh, I was going to show you some pictures of some trout I got, you know, and I always enjoy that. And, and I said, yeah, you know what? If you want to pick blackberries, I... I <laughs> I just found a huge patch Tell him right where it was and it's like you know there's something just unique about being able to tell somebody else there's a really great experience over here mm-hmm. go enjoy it you know and yeah well what if that takes away from you dave now that's part of the experience yeah that's part of the experience go enjoy it you know what i mean enjoy what god has done enjoy the person enjoy the you know um if i'm out in a in a first you know there there are some tricks that you need to learn if you if you're new at blackberry picking don't go out there in shorts and yeah <laughs> there idea. there's things you need to learn so at least ask somebody it sounds like a real simple process but if you're really going to fill up on them you need to have a few tricks up your sleeve to to help you absolutely um and, it was the
1: same way with uh blueberry picking i took some i took some uh, students here from my crew this summer up to uh, one of the bluffs nearby and we went blueberry picking uh this july and you know uh, it sounds like a really simple process, like you said, but there's also a reason why I got almost twice as many blueberries as them in the same period. As right. There's always things to learn, including methodologies.
0: Yes. Yeah, you know, it's, it's fun. If you uh, have not spent time getting away from your normal and if you're surrounded all the time by media, if you're surrounded all the time by, by noise, it would benefit you to get away and I would suggest looking at some of the retreats at Silverbridge Ranch or, or the Wolf River uh, Refuge, and even if nothing else, I bet you, Matthew, you would be willing to build a fire and just talk to somebody that comes Absolutely. up about life, right? And you you do have a background in Bible, don't you?
1: Yeah, I, I do. Um, so I have a master's in religious studies with an emphasis in biblical studies um, and also a secondary emphasis in religion and American culture. Okay. so.
0: So you, you do have some thoughts. I
1: occasionally I have some thoughts, yes. Yeah.
0: So do you like sitting around a fire talking with people? Always. Yeah. So if you want to just sort life out, I mean, you can sit and talk to Matthew or you come up and schedule it where I'm, I can sit and talk to you or Matthew and I can sit and talk with you. We'll put you on the radio. I, I you know, we could do any of those. Any of the above if, if you really mm-hmm. had the urge to do that. And um, once again realize that the the hope in life is that we can see more and more the characteristics of who God is. And and I don't think you're gonna find that on Facebook. Probably not. You might find a few quotes that somebody put scripture on there and good for you if you read those, but you know, there's uh, uh, it's interesting. You know, the apostle Paul in the Bible, in, in 1 Corinthians 2, the second verse, he said this. He said, for I decided to know nothing among you except Jesus Christ and him crucified. I, he wouldn't have been on Facebook, he doesn't care about what you ate. He doesn't care about that. that not, you might say God cares about everything. Okay, fine. I, I'm talking about Paul here. And what, what Paul was saying was, I can get involved in all these irrelevant areas in your life. Yeah. I can get involved with knowing everything that you know you're doing at home. I can get involved with all the stuff that doesn't matter. But here's what I decided. I didn't want to know anything because what happens is you get involved in this this gossip culture, this, I need to talk about this guy culture, this girl culture. I need to condemn them for how they did things. You don't know that these people got vaccinated. These people did not. And, and and before you know it, there's no focus on Christ anymore. There's no focus on the beauty of the trout. There's no focus anymore on panning for gold. Mm-hmm. There, there's no focus on, on what can be important in relationship. You know, we get away from that stuff. And I would suggest that somehow in our culture, Satan knows this principle that Paul said that he decided to know nothing. So what he's doing is he's giving us information about everybody. So that all that information is what fills our head. And, and sometimes we just got to turn it off. There's no reason why people in, in our country need to be influenced unduly by the media because we all can turn it off. Mm-hmm. So turn it off.
1: And we all know that the media is trying to tell you something outside or underneath what they're actually telling you as opposed to the bible which we all have at least available on our phones right you know which we know is going to be true and pure and straightforward and good for all correction and reproach and i
0: yeah you don't have to allow the media to influence you no you don't have to and i think that's a decision a major decision that older and younger Christians need to make is that we've allowed media to be too influential in our lives. If I'm not listening to Fox News or CNN or whatever you're listening to, then they're having no influence on me. Mm -hmm. And they won't be able to take that. They will have to figure out another way to try and get a hold of you. But if I don't allow them to, they can't do anything. And that's really important for us to understand. So I'm encouraging people. Take time. Get away from the media. Get to a place like the Wolf River Refuge or Silverbird Ranch. We've got a men's retreat, ladies' retreat, couples, whatever. Go, go look at the website. Uh, what's the website at Wolf River?
1: WolfRiverRefuge.org.
0: WolfRiverRefuge.org, Silverbird Ranch.org. You can find the, these podcasts and others if you go there as well. And uh, Matthew will be around for a second half of this podcast, and we're going to talk some more about uh, God, creation, theology, Uh, getting away from everything, Uh, but I do hope that you hear my heart. I'm hoping that you as an individual can enjoy God. I don't care what age you you, you are, that you can enjoy God, you can enjoy what he made in the world, and know that just by looking at a sunset, that God who loves you did that on your behalf. I'm Dave Wager. Talk to you more next time.